This I Work For Him podcast is brought to you by the Pocket Testament League. Visit ptl.org for practical resources and encouragement to help you share your faith. ptl.org. Hey, thanks for tuning in to I Work For Him this afternoon as we broadcast you out of Orlando, Florida today, but all over the world, and especially in Tampa Bay on AM 570 and 910 and FM 102.1 in Lakeland and all over the first coast of Jacksonville, St. Augustine and Folkestone, Georgia on The Truth and on Talk 100.3 and AM 1600. Also in the Hampton Roads area of Virginia, we are so grateful that you guys are tuning in on the Lighthouse AM 1010 and FM 100.1. You know, we had the opportunity today to gather together with a bunch of kingdom-minded folks to talk about unifying the body of Christ and building collaborative bonds across the state of Florida. Why? Because Jesus said we would be known to be his followers when we demonstrated love and were seen to be in unity. The thing is, we're all a little bit different. We're all created in the image of God with incredible gifts, talents, and abilities. And if we work together utilizing those gifts, we can get much more accomplished than if we silo ourselves. We decided to fire up the radio equipment at the last minute and record some final thoughts on our conversation today because we came up with an action plan for the next 30 days. Welcome to I Work For Him as we introduce you to Bless Every Home. We've got Chris Cooper here. He is, I don't even know your title, Chris. What's your title with Bless Every Home? I'm the president and founder. Of, president uh, and founder. Fantastic. <laughs> right. So you're the Bless big kahuna me. then. Uh, sort of. <laughs> All right. And I know you're an IT guy. You're the programming guy. You're the guy that you're behind the guy that set up the app, right? Right. We set, we set the app up. Right. Okay. So talk to me about what Bless Every Home is all about. Okay. So Jesus said, I am the light of the world. And he said, you are the light of the world. And then he said, haven't commanded you to be a light to your neighbors. So this is about fulfilling the Great Commission and the Great Commandment. And so any believer... But it's a really cool, tangible way to do this. It, it is. Any believer in the United States can go to this free app. It's confidential and it's free. And you, you put in your address and then you put in an, your email. And it will give you your 40 closest neighbor homes. It'll give you a map and a list of your 40 closest neighbor homes. Each day on Monday through Friday, it will send you an email that has your next five neighbor homes to pray for that day by name. And then, uh, so over eight days, you can pray for all 40 na- neighbor homes. And, and you can color code each neighbor home on your map to show where you are in your pray, care, share journey with care, each journey. neighbor home. All right, so let's step back for just a second. Right. We've determined as a group of really ministry professionals here in the state of Florida that prayer is the most powerful gift that we have, that prayer is the most powerful tool we have. And you developed this app. How many years ago did you develop the Bless Every Home app? Well, we actually started 22 years ago, but three years ago, we we really built into this. And it's actually not an app right now. It's a mobile-friendly site. You just go to your browser, you sign up, and, and and, and as long as you stay signed in, so you can go right in. So it's just like an app. Okay, so it's a mobile it's a mobile friendly site, blesseveryhome.com, blesseveryhome.com. And the whole idea is to get Christ followers to work on that being a light in their neighborhood. Yes. To actually say, okay, I'm in my neighborhood, I'm on Jones Street, and I'm going to learn about the names of 40 neighbors within within well just within my radius of my home. Right. They're your 40 and You guys already have homes. that plugged in. That's right. We do. We have a database with 126 million households in the United States. 
that's in there. And so it goes and finds your 40 closest neighbor homes. And you can actually expand it up to 250 neighborhood homes if you well, want to. Well, let's keep to. it small. Little 40 yeah. neighbor homes. Yeah, just do 40. Okay. Um, and, uh, and then you can record for each neighbor home where you are if you've if you have just prayed for them and you don't know them, you turn them red. If you have a caring relationship with them, you turn them gold. If you've actually shared the gospel with them, you turn them green. And if they're already disciples of Christ, you turn them blue. So when you look at your neighborhood map, you can see where you are in that pray, care, share, disciple journey with each neighbor home. Right, and that prayer, care, share lifestyle is what we're really talking about, and it was—it's right. been out there, and it's and a lot of people talking about. What we talk about with Love Twenty Twenty all the time. Yes. All right. So bless every home. We go onto the website. Let's just say I'm okay. Let's just Martha and I live in a neighborhood of thirty townhouses. Okay, so we know all of our neighbors within all of the thirty. Well, the twenty-nine that are are not us. They're close to you. All yes. right, they're the ones that are closest. <laughs> we share dead end street together. I go on there. Let's say I'm new to that neighborhood. I go in there. I move into that neighborhood. I join. I go on to bless every home. I I create a log. In and I say, I want to be a light in my neighborhood. Yes. When I do that, you're going to interact with me on this website and give me the names of the 40 closest neighbors. That's correct. And it's going to give me uh, like names and uh, like if they're married, we'll give husband and wives names. Correct. And w- if there's kids in a household, we'll give me kids names. No. Okay. There are no kids names. All right. So right. I suppose that's a safety fa- feature. Right. All right. So we give husbands and wives names or, or the adults in the household. Correct. And they're going to get emailed to me on a daily basis. That's right. Well, you'll get an email that has your five neighbor homes to pray for that are queued up that day to pray for that day. And then what we we encourage you to go out sometime during the day and just prayer walk. Walk by those five houses and just pray for them by name so you know which homes you're praying for and you Got can it. start associating. So there's exercise involved with this. Absolutely. So there's and, spiritual exercise and physical exercise. Yes, and we encourage you to Ask the Lord to give you a divine appointment. Maybe they'll be outside, sure. and, and and you can get into a conversation with them. All right. right so, the, but the, what's the point of all of this? Because you know, as we as a leadership group here, just a bunch of ministries gathered together, we want to make an impact on Florida. What's the point of of becoming a, a to signing on being a light as you describe them on blesseveryhome.com blesseveryhome.com what's the point of this what's your end game okay the end game is revival and awakening because when when Nehemiah got the vision to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem how did he do that he assigned every family their own portion of the wall right the one that was directly in front of their house that's right. And then in 52 days, the entire wall was able to be rebuilt. Because okay? they took care of the stuff that was the most important thing to them. That's right. And prayer is the key to all. Re- re- prayer and repentance is the key to revival. So what we're doing now is raising up the intercessors, the believers, to become uh, lights for Christ, not just to pray for them, but to build relationship, to pray, care, share and then network with other believers within each neighborhood. All right, so I sign up on blesseveryhome.com. I put in my address. You start sending me the names of 40 households nearby me, five every day for the next eight days, and then you keep rotating them, I'm assuming. Correct. And then if I have interactions, I go back onto the site, and I start inter- I start making notations on the people I've interacted That's with. That's correct. Right? You can put prayer requests in there, notes. If, if the name isn't correct, you can correct the name. If there's a missing home, you can add names. Okay. So. All right. So let me... So right now in Florida, how many 
people have signed up to do Bless Every Home in Florida? We have about 2,000 Lights for Christ in Florida. So 2,000 families in Florida have committed to being a light to their neighborhood, which means they're impacting at a minimum of 8,000 homes. About 80,000. homes. That's okay. correct. All right. Mm-hmm. So what our goal is in the next 30 days from this broadcast is to double that number to be 4,000 lights in Florida. Amen. Okay, yes. <laughs> so in, give let's let, so we're going to drive people to blesseveryhome.com. That's where they yes. need to go. Yes. The whole point of this is to really put the gospel into action, isn't it, Chris Cooper? Absolutely. I mean, we're we're just talking about developing a, a lifestyle of prayer, care, and share. Yes. So praying for our neighbors, the people we live around us. Which when we start to pray for people, it starts to change our heart towards them, doesn't it? Absolutely, it changes our own hearts, and it and the Lord starts to change their hearts right i I, I love in hebrews uh 114 where it says do you not know that all of god's angels are ministering spirits to those who are inheriting salvation so i i like to think of myself as as special forces behind enemy lines calling in air support so we start (laughs) praying and then we start looking for ways to care for these people to actually show that we care for them by interacting having a conversation maybe sharing brownies Mm. or cookies hopefully down the road if we get an opportunity and then we're hoping that those relationships turn into sharing relationships where we get to share what christ has done in our lives Exactly. That's the ultimate goal of this, is to lead people to Christ, but to introduce them to Christ and then lead them to being also a follower of Christ. Absolutely. And I think the key is just listening, just just getting mm. with them, just listen to their story and find out. And when you hear, I have a friend named Roy Harrison, and he said he prays every morning that the Lord will give him an opportunity to pray with somebody new he's never prayed for before. And and so the Lord is just amazingly tease up those divine conversations and pray for divine interv- or Absolutely. divine appointments. All right, we're yeah. talking with Chris Cooper. We're gonna we got we got a bunch of people going to share some testimonials. Chris Cooper is the the founder of BlessEveryHome.com. BlessEveryHome.com. I learned today in that first segment. You heard it at the same time that this has been around for twenty two years. But it's now so easily accessible because it's right here, Martha, on our cell phones. I mean, Bless Every Home, people can get access to it. It's a mobile-friendly site. It's not an app yet. But Bless Every Home, available right on our phones to be able to figure out how do we make an impact right in our neighborhoods, which we talk about on iWorkFrame all the time. We do. And, um, you know, we are so excited that there's a tool that can just help to make it um, more readily right in front of us. I think that's one of the biggest things, Jim, in our world today. We have so much information, so many great ideas, so many things that we say, yeah, I would like to do that. But how? And um, being reminded and having um, a tool that can help us with that process. So that's what this is all about. All right. So we have joining on with us the rest of the show today. We've got John Kiefer back on I Work For Him from Appleton, Wisconsin. We got Tom McLeod back on I Work For Him from Jacksonville, Florida. And we got first time guest Maureen Bravo from Longwood, Florida. So we're all here to talk about these three have been using BlessEveryHome.com, the website. I don't know how long we're going to let you hear their story. So ladies first, Maureen Bravo, we got this deal though. These guys have both been on the show before. Every first time guest on I Work For Him needs to share how they became a Jesus follower. So go ahead, share us. How'd you become a Jesus follower? I uh, belong to a family that loved God. And my grandmother, my mother and father all talked about him and I had an introduction to him. And I remember the first time I ever took the elements, my tears were coming and I was six years old. And it's been a steadily 
growing process from one conversion experience to another to deeper levels. And at 71, almost 72, I feel like I'm just beginning to really know him. It's amazing, isn't it? That as we get older, we think, well, I'm going to get there closer. No, but as we get older and further along in our faith, we realize how much more there is to work on. Amen. Right, Tom McLeod? Absolutely. <laughs> He's smiling <laughs> for radio. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Maureen, Maureen Bravo, talk about how long have you been using the BlessEveryHome.com website to be a light in your neighborhood? Since Chris developed it here for the Central Florida area, he brought it forth at our uh, gathering uh, here in the city with Chris Vanetti, who you may know, yep. and um, Milt Manel, who's from Campus Crusade for Christ. And he introduced it to us, and most of us signed up that day. How long ago was that, though? A couple years, two, yes. three years ago? Yes, okay. about All two right. years ago. All right, Tom McLeod, how long have you been using it up there in Jacksonville? Since it began. Um, I had developed my own tool. We had worked as part of Transformation Jacksonville to get people to adopt their streets. And we had a lot of participation citywide, but we didn't have any tool to capture that, to use as a momentum driver to, to keep people engaged and praying for their neighbors. And so when I met Chris, he was coming off developing one tool, and he allowed us to sew into what we really wanted Bless Every Home to be. And this is what we wanted. Wow. wow. And we're talking about BlessEveryHome.com. BlessEveryHome.com. It is a tool perfectly designed for you to become a light in your community. You know, we talk about it all the time. The whole idea of developing a lifestyle of prayer, care, and share. And Martha, this really fits into that. This is a perfect tool. It does. In fact, Jim, not that long ago, this actually came up while we were talking on the air. And we were very intrigued by it. And God's just kind of ordained the steps so that today... We're getting that opportunity to then share it with our listeners. So I really, really pray that um, this will be the something that people will go, oh, I can do that. This is something I can do. And very tangible, very real, very real time um, and, and engaging in a way that they can um, see the results of it every day through our, their prayer life. John Kiefer, how long have you been using the BlessEveryHome.com website? Well, from the beginning, um, but I had been moved into my neighborhood about 12 years ago. Okay. And with the, the idea, I'm going to really reach this neighborhood for Christ, right? <laughs> and God brought us into a very um, hard and difficult relationships with our neighbors. Well, and you live in the Midwest. You live in Wisconsin, Appleton, Wisconsin. I couldn't believe how, because um, where we used to live, everybody knew each other, were friends inside the house, everything. But this new neighborhood is really tough, and uh, we just began to pray. So I've been praying for my neighbors for about 12 years uh, using the app, and I love the app because it gives me a daily prompt. Um, and if I don't know what to pray, uh, there's always a scripture there to pray for my neighbors specifically. And it's amazing to me how God uses this to just expand my heart of love and care and concern for my neighbors. And I always add to that prayer uh, Lord, give me an opportunity to reach out and show your love through some act of kindness or care. Give me opportunities, Lord, to bless my neighbors and hopefully then to share the good news with them. And does he answer that? Yes, he does. <laughs> yes, he does. In fact, my next door neighbor, uh, she's a, a 90-year-old woman and uh, very religious, but I don't think she knows Jesus. And I've had the opportunity to not only care for her on a regular basis, but also share the good Especially news. Especially this winter. You've been shoveling her snow or what? Exactly. I get the snowblower out there, and we go out there, and we shovel her snow and make sure that her driveway is clear. And 
um, bring her meals and do everything we can to just show her the love of Jesus. Mm. Now, Tom, I know more of your story. You and Roxy moved into a neighborhood with intentionality. You chose a neighborhood that wouldn't be the neighborhood that the typical, you know, white middle-aged guy would move into. No, you you moved. Well, go ahead. Correct it's, me. It's a, no, no, it's an urban core neighborhood. Uh, and on the north side of Jacksonville, north side of Jacksonville. And, uh, we believe that we were called there. It's not something we think everybody in the world should do. Uh, but, uh, at, when we moved there, uh, our church started a satellite there at the same time. We didn't know that that was going to happen. So it was kind of a confirmation to us that the Lord wanted us living there, being a light. And so this tool came along shortly afterwards and it's, it's postured so the goal is a, a living relationship of neighboring our, our neighborhood, and we've been able to use it repeatedly. Uh, you know, so many of the times you don't even know your neighbor's names, and so that first order of business is how do I discover their names? You're talking to God about your neighbor before you're ever talking to your neighbor about God, but how do I get to know the details about what God is doing in their life? Because we don't want to start something new. He's already doing something, mm -hmm. and so it's a great tool to be able to go gradually into these people's lives as God changes the posture of your heart for each one of your neighbors. How often do you get a chance to say to your neighbor, hey, I, you know, just so you know, I, I pray for our neighbor all the time. In fact, I've been praying for you guys. Is there anything specific I can pray about for you? Do you ever get a chance to get to that conversation? Yeah, we, we, there's, there's some things we do intentionally, like we buy African violets on Valentine's Day and we go to our neighbors and give them our a gift. So everybody should have a flower on Valentine's Day. Sure. And we let them know that we're praying for them, who we are, where we are. But when something like Irma or Matthew comes through, we use Bless Every Home and Next Door to rally the other lights in the neighborhood to go and do ministry. And so you're, you're checking that box from, I'm praying for my neighbor on a regular basis to, hey, I was able to demonstrate the love and care of Jesus Christ to those opportunities to where we're actually engaged in, in not only demonstrating the gospel, but sharing the gospel message. And we've all the way to the blue checkbox where now we're in a discipleship relationship with several of our neighbors and we have a wraparound porch and we invite them over for coffee and we have a discipleship Saturday. And so it's, it's what God is doing to transform our neighborhood, which is a a desperate place in the city. So you're in a, you guys dis are in an urban core neighborhood. John, you're in a suburban neighborhood, I'm assuming, in Appleton, Wisconsin. Maureen, what kind of neighborhood are you in? I live in a subdivision uh, 10 miles north of Orlando, so I guess it would be considered suburban. Is it a gated subdivision? No, it is not. So it's an open subdivision. Talk yes. to us about your neighborhood. Talk to us about how you've been using the blesseveryhome.com website to help further ministry your intentional ministry in your neighborhood okay i live in the north cove subdivision and we live on grace lake which is a beautiful place to to be uh located and um there are many of us in the neighborhood that are christians worship leaders and um and those that um are also involved in evangelism so we have a gathering in chris's house probably once a month, and we do a little Bible study, but mostly it's for fellowship. We have a meal, it's a potluck, and people just come and they just share, they hang out together. And it's been very, very good for community building. At Christmas time, we go through the streets and bring all the children out and we sing Christmas carols, and it's not any Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer as much as it's the Christmas hymns. And some of us have even gone into the Altamont Springs Mall and uh, just did spontaneous 
singing in the mall and crowds would gather around and then we'd have people come in dressed up from the Holy Land experiences, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. And they'd come in and people wanted to have their picture taken with the baby Jesus. So it was really a good opportunity to be able to minister to people, just strangers in the crowd. So, but it started with our neighborhood. Hey, so I will, I appreciate that Maureen. We're coming to the end of the first se- this segment. I want to talk about blesseveryhome.com. I'd like you, our I Work For Him audience and everybody listening, you know, not only to the live radio broadcast, but also to the podcast as it goes around the world, go out to blesseveryhome.com. And I want you to consider being a light in your neighborhood. Right now, our personal goal for I Work For Him for right here in Florida is to take the number of dedicated lights from 2,000 in Florida to 4,000 in Florida in the next 30 days. That means right now there's 80,000 homes being prayed for. We'd like to take that to 160,000 homes. And since there's 22 million people living in Florida, there's still lots of room to grow. Go to blesseveryhome.com, blesseveryhome.com. We've talked about it all along. We've talked about the I Work For Him Nation covenant. This just takes that to a different level. This is your neighborhood covenant, starting to pray for those you work alongside, learning to care for them, and learning to share your faith. Now, you're right. This is a workplace ministry show, a show talking about connecting your faith in your work. Well, we've talked about it many times. Our faith should be impacting every part of our lives. It should be impacting everything you do. And we spend just, well, we don't maybe spend as much time at home as we do at work, but we do live in a neighborhood, wherever your neighborhood may be, and there's people that live around you. And it is a high likelihood that the people that live around you don't know Jesus. How are they going to get to meet them? It's going to be you. And just as we say your workplace is your mission field, and in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet, your neighborhood is full of those same people. They work maybe somewhere else. They need to meet Jesus, and you may be their only way to get introduced to them. We're talking today, Martha, about blesseveryhome.com. Not a new tool. It's been around for a long time, but it's a tool that we are absolutely going to be promoting ongoing here at I Work For Him. That's right. So um, the first thing that I just want to remind our listeners is they can go to the website, which is blesseveryhome.com, and there they can um, be they, they can sign up. That's the very first step. I mean, they can check it out, look around. You can actually, I did it from their Facebook page. They actually have it as a sign up as well. So um, if you're a Facebook user, it's you know, just search for bless every home. It's that simple and sign up. And then I want to talk through what is next. Why? Why would we sign up? What kinds of things come into our inbox? Actually, I want to address something that Jim okay. was talking about because you can, and the idea is this to sign up as a, from your home so that you're praying for your direct neighbors but you can also sign up from your workplace every workplace is in some sort of neighborhood sure and so you can have two roles and you can have the i'm at home and i'm thinking of these neighbors and you can have the i'm at work and i'm thinking of these neighbors and they're both very applicable that's a very good point and they're address driven right it's address driven and so it would be the same id and so you would get a daily, if you choose to, a daily reminder of names that are your neighbors to pray for. And, and like uh, was said, that there are prayer prompts. It's not restrictive. It's not predictive. But uh, there are reminders of things to pray for. And there's just so many elements in Bless Every Home that, that make both simplicity and completeness. Well, let's pick one of all three of you can give us, give us your perspective. Pick one, John. You, you start us off. What, what are you doing what, what's one part of blesseveryhome.com that you're using to be a minister in your mission field, your neighborhood? 
Well, it comes really right down to, you know, one-to-one relationships. And uh, my wife and I like to go out for walks in the summer when the weather's nice. And people are out walking their dogs. Mm-hmm. And we have incredible opportunities. Not walking <laughs> your dog, walking your dog. Well, you however you would walk your dog. Taking the dog for a <laughs> I grew up, stroll. Know, I lived in the 80s. They're not having big pans out front walking their dog. Oh, bad. Bad, bad, well, bad. anyway, we look, we look for those opportunities <laughs> to meet neighbors as they're walking their dog and, uh, you know, find out what their needs are, how we can pray for them, how we can care for them, and, of course, looking for that opportunity to share the gospel. But, you know, as a pastor, um, I can't uh, understand how any pastor wouldn't want everyone in their congregation <laughs> using this tool to mobilize them to pray for their neighbors, to be sharing the love of Christ, and to share the gospel. And I'm thinking if every pastor did that in every city, uh, we would have everyone covered in prayer and the love of Christ. So let's talk about that for a minute. Speak to our listeners that either may be pastors or they have a pastor. Hmm. Imagine that. <laughs> what can they do? How could they introduce this to their pastor? Well, that- I, I would, I would uh, come with a personal story, say, Pastor, I found out this website, uh, blesseveryhome.com. I've been praying for my neighbors. Here's an opportunity I've had to share with my neighbors. Wouldn't it be great, Pastor, if everyone in our church was doing this? And introduce the pastor to it. And if the pastor starts praying for his neighbors yeah. and sees the fruit of that, um, again, I think we could really get everyone covered in every city. Mm, how exciting that would be. So Maureen, talk to us about how you're doing, what's the practical, the tactical steps that you're taking using blesseveryhome.com? One of the things that has really pushed me out my front door and onto the street is not only the dogs walking, but we have a lot of young families that are pushing babies. Mm. We've had Girl Scouts coming along. We had a boy set up a lemonade stand and just going out and hanging out with them, talking to them, sharing with them, finding out where do you go to church? I found out that one of the people in our neighborhood is a worship leader at a local church. Had no idea. So now when we see each other, there's a different interaction that takes place because you know that this is somebody that loves God like you do. So how is Bless Every Home helping you to do that and to learn that? What are you getting from it that's helping you to find out that he's a pastor or a worship leader? Well, as you pray for them, mm-hmm. I ask the Lord to give me revelation about the people. Okay. And, and sometimes the revelation comes if you're out walking and you go past their house and you see what's out there on the cycle, recycling curb. <laughs> or is in the garbage, or you hear what noises are coming from the house, it gives you filters and things to know, clues, I should say, okay. to be able to know how to pray for people. So as you're, as you're using this list, you know the names, and you call them out before the Lord. And many times he'll give you the revelation for them. So let's talk about that list, because I don't know that we've necessarily explained that for our listeners. What do you mean well, you uh, get this list? And let's, let's explain revelation, because that's one of those fancy Christian words. Let's talk about what you're saying is that God reveals in your inner self. He's saying he, he, he just prompts you to think things. He's, he's revealing something specific about this person. And you may find it as a, as a thought that comes randomly through your mind, but people need to understand what revelation is. They're thinking, wow, John wrote book of revelation. I don't have anything going like that in my mind. Yeah. Maureen, I agree with you. I call it um, on site with insight. And Ems- so, yes. Absolutely. And so as you are using the list that bless every home allows you to have for your, your neighbors and you can use the tool to select the neighbors or the route or whatever it is that you want to be responsible for. Um, he 
basically sensitizes you to look for realities around your neighbor's household that will give you insight in how to pray for that individual so that when you do meet them, now that you've been praying for them and you're inclined uh, to, to love them, because God is placing that in you, now you recognize realities in their lives so that when you ask them questions, they can express their needs and that some of those needs you can meet yourself. But, you know, the idea is that the tool itself shows you, if you choose to, other lights that are in the neighborhood so that you can work together as the body of Christ to meet the needs of this individual. And openers for for conversations can be something as simple as, I notice every time I go by your house on Tuesdays and Fridays, you have your recycling thing completely full. Thank you so much for being a caretaker in the neighborhood. Hmm. It's really interesting. That's just a silly little thing, but people will use it as a door opener. You're affirming them for something they've done. So she's not saying, Jim, I noticed in your recycling that you have Mountain Dew bottles. Well, I was so thinking, we uh, have a mutual. Several we have a mutual. beer. You guys drink an awful lot. I was just finding something mutual you it's, could talk to them about. It's communion it. wine. There it's communion wine. I'm, just, well, I'm, I'm all about <laughs> If somebody had Mountain Dew cans in there, we'd be talking You'd be, about Mountain Dew. You'd know, be right. soul brother. We're talking point. about BlessEveryHome.com. BlessEveryHome.com. It's a ministry that's been around for 22 years, but it is a tool for you to live out the I Work For Him nation at home. BlessEveryHome.com. It allows you to live with intentionality in your neighborhood by helping you to start praying. Well, well by helping you live a lifestyle of prayer care and share so here's what i want to know so on your walks tom you and roxy and amazing your daughter as you guys walk around how often do you get a chance to you, you, do you have just 40 homes that are on your list or do you have more than that that are on your list uh, i've got a different list than, than roxy wife, does than she has yeah so you guys don't walk together you walk different directions no it's just it's just how it turned out okay so how often on your walks do you get a chance to interact with multiple neighbors where you got multiple interactions very often but How do you write down all the stuff you're hearing? Well, see, that's one of the beauties of the tool is that with each neighbor, you have a place that you can write notes. So as Agnes tells you mm -hmm. that her daughter has cancer, cancer, cancer and lives in Kansas, you can come back and put those details in down as a reminder because you're going to meet the next neighbor four houses down, Bert. And he's got different issues. And so how do you remember all this? Well, you go home and you write it all down. Well, I'm oh. you, no, you missed a step. I'm trying to figure out how am I going to remember from Agnes and Bert all the <laughs> way to my house? That's why Roxy comes along. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's so often you get and multiple And there's a reason why our daughter's name is amazing. That's right. Because she's amazing? <laughs> yes. I imagine. Just like her mother? That, yes. Wow. He's, this is radio. Okay. <laughs> He's right. grinning. Now, what I'm trying to figure out, John Kiefer, is you said you and your wife only go for walks in the summertime when there's not snow on the ground. He's not climbing the snow Well, mountains. I'm trying to figure out. I mean, there's people out all winter long. You got snowmobilers. You got skiers. You got, you got people walking their dogs all winter long. Don't give me the look. I lived in Minnesota. We have more snow than you guys did. There's oh, opportunities to interact with people all winter long, too, right? I mean, because that's part of the problem. People get, they don't get to talk to their neighbors all winter long when they, when they get snowbound. Well, in our subdivision, we don't have sidewalks, okay. and the roads are icy, and it can be a safety factor. Plus, it gets dark at 4 o'clock. Yes. So <laughs> there's a whole lot <laughs> yeah, of Yeah, there's, there's reasons to not it walk in the evening, but Jesus, we, we go to the like Y, excuses. and the Y is in our neighborhood, and we have opportunities there. Um, it, it's kind of what Maureen was talking about. I call them divine appointments. And I think just simply by praying for people, God orchestrates yes. these opportunities to connect. And whether it's at the Y 
or the, the grocery store or getting gas, whatever, God creates those opportunities that I think otherwise I might miss if I wasn't praying. And I, I, I'm going to be a little bold here and ask if we could just stop and pray for my neighbors. I'm going to use this prayer prompt. <laughs> and it's a very simple, quick prayer. I'm not going to yeah. hijack the radio show here. I just want to pray this because this is the kind of stuff we're praying for our neighbors. All would right. would you ahead. pray with me for my neighbors? May my neighbors be drawn to you, O God, and their hearts be filled with the knowledge of your saving grace. Grace and peace be multiplied to my neighbors, Lord, in the knowledge of your glorious name, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. 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 And imagine having that lived out. Go ahead. So tell me, that it comes in an email yes. as, a, as a suggestion, of a prayer prompt that helps you with this process. Exactly. That's fabulous. And you can either pray from the email or the, there's a link that takes you right to the website on your computer or on your phone and you can use it you can have it with you at all times or you can print the list if you're not if you're not always with a tool one of the things that um has happened with me and it happens frequently is the lord will have me worshiping him over my neighborhood Mm. so i'll be walking and worshiping and songs will be coming and there'll be different songs in different parts of the neighborhood and the songs usually are indicative of what God is trying to give me clues to so while I might be talking to you here he may be playing a song in the back of my head Mm. and that's the clue and sometimes it's just unusual talking today about blesseveryhome.com blesseveryhome.com we want you to join I work for him and the challenge put out by many leaders that are impacting cities all over the state of florida and all over the country from from wisconsin all the way to florida and everywhere in between to we want to make an impact on our neighborhoods and how just like we're talking about intentionality every day martha on on praying for our coworkers and employees and our bosses now we're talking about praying for our neighbors blesseveryhome.com is an application on a website that enables us to do this really effectively and we want to just in the state of florida double the number of lights the number of people living out this prayer care share lifestyle because of using blesseveryhome.com we want to do that in the next 30 days yeah and i can just think of so many things jim as where i'm sitting here number one thinking of the snowbirds that come to florida that hear about this and want a way that they can be intentional when they're there when they're in town and when they don't necessarily know all their neighbors or neighborhoods change while they're gone um, a way for them to um, intentionally get involved as well as Jim, I mean, there's just so many people in the state of Florida and across our world that they may not have a heritage or legacy of anyone else really praying for them intentionally. And what an opportunity we get to be be that that um, that light, which is what I love about their website, is that you actually become a light on the website, right? Blesseveryhome.com. Yeah. So um, this is an opportunity for that to happen. So listeners. Go to your computer, look up, and just put in blesseveryhome.com, and you can do that on your phone, of course, which is what I did, um, and take the opportunity to join, and then you will... What happens next? You get an email that then gives you some people's names in your neighborhood? Maureen, speak to that. You get a a list of your neighborhood, and then every day, Chris Cooper will send or whoever is doing it from there, (laughs) they will send you a reminder 
and it has a list of, I think, five is what I've been getting. Okay. And then you have that opportunity to pray specifically for those five people. And basically, it's white page information. I mean, it's not, you know, this it's is... It's not Big Brother. No, this it is, is not Big Brother. Don't get freaked out. It's mailing addresses. So yeah. the people are mar- who are likely to be in the home are the names that you get. Right. And it's as simple as white book information. You yeah. can get it out of white pages. Excellent. Right, so let's talk about the coolest thing that's come about as a, as a result of you living out this prayer, care, share lifestyle because of the Bless Every Home application, mm-hmm. blesseveryhome.com. Uh, Maureen, ladies first, talk about the coolest thing that's happened because of this. I mean, talk, I don't know, some kind of God incident that happened as a result of this. I believe when God gets a hold of us, he causes us to open our hearts to receive people that we might not have received before. Mm. And one of the things that happens in America today is people are basically going to work, driving into their garages, closing their doors, and and being isolated. And when we took this concept after praying for our neighbors, we took it to the streets and went around Christmas caroling. I was so thrilled to find people that had never come out, never been in any kind of neighborhood activities, that opened their doors and listened. And we'd always put the children up in the front to sing the carols and the adults backed them up. But people's faces, when they saw their neighbors coming and caroling them and telling them we wish they would have a joyous holiday or a, a, a blessed Christmas or whatever phrases people chose to use. And one lady and her son and two children lived in a house and they were totally isolated and they were Hindu and they were probably the most radiant. Mm. There's a homosexual couple that lives in our, our neighborhood, two women, and they, they just were standing there amazed that people actually from the neighborhood came to them. Excellent. So how, how we open our hearts to people and receive them mm-hmm. is what Christ did for us. And so we want to be open God will lead us into things we've not done before. Mm-hmm. John, how about you? What is something that you've seen God do or is a circumstance that he's put you in that was a re- direct result of, of um, Bless Every Home? Well, like I mentioned, um, my neighborhood was rough to move into. Mm-hmm. When we first got there, um, one of the neighbors was literally cursing at us because uh, we were Christians. And uh, so it's been difficult sometimes to want to pray and look for opportunities to care. But yeah. we've tried to be faithful with that. Well, this past summer, he was out mowing the lawn on his lawn tractor. This gentleman is in his late 80s, and he mm-hmm. still cuts the grass. Um, and uh, his lawn tractor started to uh, roll back into the pond. And my wife noticed this, and I, I didn't even have shoes on, but I ran out there to help my neighbor rescue his tractor from falling into the pond. And um, when I got him out, you know, and, and back up and rolling, um, I noticed a softening, obviously, in the relationship that I wasn't just an adversarial Christian Mm -hmm. moving into his neighborhood, um, but I was actually somebody who cared about him. And uh, so, again, I'm just looking for those opportunities to show the love of Christ, uh, even to what might be considered an enemy, um, but to just continue to pray and bless uh, every neighbor. Mm. Tom, what about you? Well, the tool itself has transformed my life because it it helped me solidify the reality that I have a calling to my neighbors, my neighborhood, and to lead my family in that expression. So it's not just me, it's we. And we use the tool together and we have a missional home. Our house is a light. 
our, our household, and it becomes a place of refuge and, and a, a, a place of peace in that neighborhood. And we use it as a strategic launching point. Another key part of the tool is that we have, through the use of this tool, discovered the other believers in our neighborhood. And introducing them to the tool, we're working strategically to pray, care, and share throughout the neighborhood. And out of that, there has been people coming out, and we have formed a neighborhood association. Now we have city officials working with us. There's a huge investment in our city park. And all of this was led by starting to just pray for our neighbors. So let me ask this question. You said that the use of it helped you to find other believers in your neighborhood. Just by praying about it? Two ways. Okay. One, when you sign up, you can choose, you're a light, but you can choose on the tool to allow yourself to be seen as a light. So other lights use only other lights using the tool might find out that you're also inclined to live out a pray, care, share lifestyle. The other way is because you're living that way towards your neighbors, you discover in your divine appointments Mm -hmm. who they are. And we, amazingly, we also do caroling. Uh, We didn't plan this, but uh, (laughs) um, it it is a natural thing that we do, and the group grows, and we put the kids out front, and I am standing in the back, and I boom over everybody else, and there'll be 30 of us standing in front of the house. There's people that have lived in the neighborhood for 40 years to come out, and tears coming out of their eyes to say, I've lived here 40 years, and nobody has ever done this in my home. Wow. Fantastic. BlessEveryHome.com. BlessEveryHome.com. We want you to stop what you're doing right now, except for listening to the show, and (laughs) go out to the website, BlessEveryHome.com, and sign up to be a light in your neighborhood. Live with intentionality in your neighborhood, just like you're doing in your workplace already. BlessEveryHome.com. We want to double the number of lights, you being a light in your neighborhood, double the number of lights by the end, well, 30 days from right now. It's it's incredible. All right. I want to talk about, I mean, there's a lot of, Tom, you mentioned uh, when we weren't on the air that there's tons of different ways that this app helps keep track of different things. And we're not going to go through all those different things, but you said that that really helps you do this ministry. Yeah. You can't shake your head. You have to do there, <laughs> there is the individual. I was agreeing with you. Okay. <laughs> There is, the, like I was describing, for me personally and my family, there's the individual application. You mentioned earlier that a church can do that. So there's a pastoral, can get their, the pastoral leadership can get the church, and the pastor Excellent. gets insight into what their church is doing. As their, and there's association level, so you can see the whole city with this tool. John, talk about personal impact, 30 seconds or less. Personal impact on you and your family because you're living up. BlessEveryHome.com. We can forget why we're here in our neighborhood. God planted us in our workplace. God planted us in our neighborhood this prompt reminds me why I'm there. I'm on mm. mission every day, and this is a lifestyle Amen. of prayer care share. Maureen, what about you in Longwood, Florida? Why? What kind of, I just, what kind of impact? I hear I must decrease, he must increase. Hmm. Good word. Wow, that was really quick. Tom, can you be that concise? How, what kind of impact? You and Roxy and Amazing, talk about the, the impact Salvation in Christ is about relationship with God. This tool is designed to build relationships yeah. with our neighbors. BlessEveryHome.com. You know, Martha, this is really what we've been doing the last 15 years in our neighborhood. We just didn't have an app for that. I know. It's it's pretty exciting, although I'm looking forward to, because I just signed up, because we just really learned about this, and we're sharing it with everybody, um, to get the daily prompts and to see how this really interacts and makes it take it to a whole nother level. And I just you get love... more potlucks? Sure. All right. We're all about the potlucks. I love potlucks. I learned to love potlucks in the Midwest. Really quick, Maureen. One quick thing. Shut-ins can do this. 
people that are bound in their hospitals or in their nursing homes. This can be an amazing outreach for somebody that may not be able to go out and walk. And it's a phenomenal tool for our I Retire For Him nation. I'd like to thank John Kiefer, Maureen Bravo, and Tom McLeod for sharing your Bless Every Home story today. Thank you very much. Thanks, guys. It was really cool. You could say thank you, Tom. He's shaking his head at me. (laughs) BlessEveryHome.com. BlessEveryHome.com. Check it out. Sign up today. Be a light in your neighborhood. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I I work work for him. him.